You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to another edition of Locked on Seminoles and also one of Dave's brain children, the walkthrough, our game day, day preview of the Clemson Tigers against Florida State as they travel to Doak. Dave, since this is your baby, I'm going to hand the ball off to you. Lead us to the promised land. Guys, if you listened to the, our episode a couple days ago, you would have heard our keys to victory in this game. There is... There is a path to victory. Um, Vegas seems to know something that I think surprise, surprises a lot of people. When that line opened at what it did, I think it caught a lot of people off guard. Like the, the undefeated top five Clemson team, the Florida State team that just did that against NC State. I think that was the initial reaction. Um, but if you look at the game closer, there, there is a way for Florida State to win this game. Jordan Travis just played the worst half of football I've seen out of him in a long time. Um, but he also played, I mean, what was that? Our sixth game. So 11 halves of football that weren't anything like that. Yeah. Um, there is a fair chance that that was an aberration. Um, and Jordan Travis has shown up in big games this year already. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that he just plays another big game like he did against LSU, like he did against Louisville, um, certainly possible he's thrown the ball extremely well this year against nc state we saw something that i think we really needed to see still was in there which was his rushing attack and that rushing attack is going to be very important in this game with trayshawn ward out so you got to get a good running game i think out of jordan travis he has to be on his a game uh to, to have a chance to win this game uh the other i think what were the other two keys i said you got to pressure dj uyunglele uh, you've been very good at uh, pressuring opposing quarterbacks this year. and, and at Except for Sam Hartman. Except for Sam Hartman, right, who just sat there all day doing his little slow mesh bull. Taxes. Yeah, sat there doing his taxes, right. Uh, but Clemson's not, Clemson's not that same kind of weird gimmicky offense. Their offense is m- much more straightforward. I think Wake was a lot harder to prepare for. Not that Clemson's offense can't perform well. Obviously, they're undefeated. Uh, DJU is a lot better this year, but you can pressure him. And when you pressure him, he can, I'm sure those bad decisions are still in there somewhere. And that leads right into the third point, win the turnover battle. That That is doable against this Clemson team. Um, Jordan just threw his first bad couple throws of the year in that second half against NC State. If he takes care of that football though, uh, and we can force a couple turnovers out of Clemson, this, this game shouldn't be, this game shouldn't be out of reach for us. No, I completely agree with you. And folks, before I forget, our, every single walkthrough is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts and is where your number one spot for all the latest sports action. And Dave, you are completely correct. I just really do feel that this is a game where we wanted to see Jordan become basically this elite passing QB, right? That's basically, well, not even elite. We wanted him to become a serviceable and above average quarterback. Got a taste of it. Got, he was better than a serviceable above average yes, quarterback. He was. he was he was an elite quarterback for the first four games of the season. Wake, it wasn't his best game, but he still threw for like 280 yards, three touchdowns, and then against NC State, 
I mean, let's be real here. The first half, he was perfect, but except for, I guess, three drop, the three of those drops, two, one of them being in the end zone, the other three being actually probably four third downs. So to me, for this, Jordan does have to be your dynamic playmaker. He needs to be your true dual threat, and I mean a legitimate dual threat, not what we see with Anthony Richardson over in University of Florida, where he's been let down a lot by our wide receivers, but he's also been throwing some pretty bad, inaccurate passes and interceptions, even though we do think the kids should be playing better. But to me, this comes down to also with with the defense. The one thing I asked for Adam Fuller last week in our walkthrough was, please, for the love of God, don't embarrass me in front of the hose. And what I meant by that was do not let NC State, especially with that very anemic offense, which Tim Beck should be fired. I'm just going to say that. that. That's probably one of the worst OCs I've seen since Walt Bell. Do not let the offensive, the offensive Clemson jump out to like a 21 to three or 21 type of setting kind of lead. Yep. You need to impose your will and say, Hey, we belong here too. We're a tough team. And this is actually a very, very tough team from top to bottom, especially with the defense. So to me with this overall, we need to tell Clemson that we also are here and basically stand strong. And also with turnover battle, we do need some luck. We do need to be physical and we do need to be a little bit more risky. We do. I want to see some of these DBs, Jump, maybe, maybe jump in front of a pass. Maybe risk it a little bit more to get a, in that get one of those interceptions. We saw that with Greedy Vance against Wake Forest. He was right there. He got burned, but he was right there in the vision to make a play. So I want to see the defensive backs in particular to also be not greedy, greedy, but please take some more risks and basically do a boom or bust kind of defense. Not the bend, don't break. I'd rather you be staunch and, and break than, than the bend or break type of thing because the keeping thing in front of you, Clemson's going to bully you all day if you do that. Yeah, I think the reality for me this year is the defense hasn't cost us a game. I mean, obviously, we won the first four, so it didn't cost any of that. But the defense hasn't put us in really bad positions this year. Every time the defense has been put in a bad spot, it's because the offense has given them a short field. Um, and that, that's another thing we got to prevent in this game. I don't know where the special teams are at right now. I don't know where a lot of this team is at right now. But what I do know is... The short field positions have absolutely killed us this year. Um, even even in the games we've won, we just can't see any more of it. You ha- you can't beat Clemson playing sloppy. They're they're not the best team in the country, but they're among the better. They're among the elite teams in the country still until proven otherwise. Especially now that DJU is playing better. So just take care of the football. Don't just don't have drive stall. We can't have three and outs. I don't think that's asking too much, albeit against a good defense. You have to be smart on your first down calls in this game. It's another thing I'm going to be looking out for from the coaching staff. A lot of fans have been pissed off, I think, about some of the predictable play calling. I, I think I don't think you have to get super gimmicky necessarily, but I, I want to see some aggressive play calling because, like you said, you go down early in this game to Clemson. There's, there's no coming back. That That's not how it's going to work. So no. you, you've got to keep it competitive through the first quarter and through the first half and give head into the second half, giving yourself a chance to, I think it is stealing one. The Clemson is the better team. Give your chance to steal. Give yourself a chance to steal one. This defense is going to give you that chance. I got to see it out of the offense. Yeah, I think there's one that we don't want to see the conservative, the kind of soft, yep. super, super soft. I'm trying to keep it very PG here soft play calling that we saw in the second half last week where don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And one of the things that we saw in Memphis, the offense was built for playmakers. You saw that for the first four games, 
but since these expectations are becoming about you play better teams, it feels like the aggressiveness is gone. And I want to see the aggressiveness on full display. I would much rather, quite honestly, in this game, you die, you, you kind of like lose by your guns by being aggressive than basically us kind of like, you know, to- toying around with like a three point lead, you know, being down by four points. And the next scene that basically we don't want to go for the kill or even try to be aggressive in this game. So to me, overall, from Atkins and Mike, I need to see the aggressiveness. And to me, I'm looking more towards Mike on that because yeah. it's been a it's been just a thing at each and every single game where he gets a, he, he he starts off you know nice great first half, but then the second half he feels he's able to coast by, be a little more softer, not be as aggressive. No, I want you to give it the full thing, go all out for that. Now, Dave, before we head out of here, players of the game, not players of the game, sorry, the X factors, Dave's boys, whatever you want to call it. On the offensive side of the ball and defense side of the ball, who are two players that we need to see have great games to own order, order for us to win this game? Start on the defense. Really easy for me. It has to be Jared Burris. He's shown up in every game he's played, been able to play in. Um, even when he's been hurt, dude has been super effective. Like you could just watch him pop off the screen. He's clearly the best player on our defensive line, and it's not close. And he clearly impacts the game, even when he's not necessarily pressuring the quarterback because they're having to put attention on him. Got to see him have a big game here. And I think uh, this is the perfect stage for him to set up his draft stock, which is already soaring Um, on the offensive side of the ball. I hate to go to big players. It's easy. It's Jordan Travis. You, the rebound has to be big from, from what we saw in that second half. Like I really hope he's forgotten about what happened because he's going to have to have forgotten about it. And he's got to have one of his more dynamic games where he's effective both on the ground and through the air. So I'm looking out for him. No, I mean, I like both those. Those were going to be mine, so I'm going to go a little more differently than that. I need to see on the defense side of the ball. I said this two weeks ago. Akeem Dent has played poorly the past two games. Yes. He probably would tell you the same thing. His yep. tackling has been sort of a little subpar, and it's quite different than the first four games that we saw from him overall. And this is a Clemson team that they're, they're wide receivers. We said it earlier in the week. They're solid. They're decent. So if they do be one of the corner, if you do, if they do be one of our cornerbacks, Akeem, you need to be there to clean it up, and you also you need to be there when you're covering Will Shipley, because Will Shipley will get to the second level. Will Shipley is extremely difficult to bring down. So you annoying. need to be able to take him down the first chance you get. So to me, it's Akeem Dent on the defense side of the ball. Offensively, this is tough for me. I'm actually going to go with Maurice Smith. I do think that basically what we need to see is this offensive line as a whole. They need to be stronger for it. They need to. They're going up against basically the Avengers, the Monsters, the Legion of Boom, the Legion of Doom, whatever like superhero like talents you want to put up there because that's how good this defensive line is. And to me, Maurice Smith as a center is going to be the one communicating with all with all the players across the line. To me, it's going to be with it's going to be mainly with him. They need to do their best to not stop them because no one's going to be able to stop a defensive line. You're going to be able to at least give Jordan enough time to make a decision whether it is to keep and run or also be able to scramble out and find a Johnny Wilson, Micah Pittman, or even a Ja'Kai Douglas, who should be playing in this game in the open field. So to me, it's Mo Smith. It starts and ends with him on the offensive line. Yeah, that's fair. And I think, <laughs> oh, is it prediction time, Drake? Because it's it's going to piss some people off. You know what? Here's, I want to say this before we give our predictions. If I say we're going to win, people are going to say I'm being way too, too much cool, drinking way too much Kool-Aid. If I say we're, g- we're going to lose, people say I'm being a hater. Look, I'm just causing it like I sees it here. I I don't I haven't seen enough these last couple of games to think that we're gonna win. I have seen enough to think that we're gonna have a chance to win. Uh 
I'm in, I'm gonna say it's close. The the spread I think is three and a half right now over our friends at Bet Online. I'm gonna say 24-20 Clemson. That obviously is super close to the spread, which I think is pretty accurate. That implies though that it's close enough that at the end of the game, I think you'll have a chance. That's all we can ask for, I think, in a game against a team like that. This team can definitely find a way to win the game. And also this team is due for some lucky breaks overall. Right. I know. We might have gotten a lot of the lucky breaks come out from LSU win, basically. But also, we blocked a punt. That's not a lucky break. That's us doing actually our damn job, in my personal opinion. But this is a game where I think we can win. I'm not going to pick us to, but I definitely do think that there is an avenue, actually, overall, that this team is talented enough on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. We brought back Robert Scott last week, who actually looked super, looked immensely better, actually was serviceable and wasn't hindering your team. Uh, and to me, you're bringing back Jared Verse. And Jared Verse, he, last time on prime time. He let the world know that the pride and the diamond in the rough that came from the University of Albany in the FCS level was meant to be on primetime on Saturdays and also had definitely has a future on Sundays in the NFL. But I'm going to take FSU 24. I think Clemson is going to be 27. Sorry, 24 or 28. I really, really do think that, that minus three and a half, I think, I took Clemson early in the week at my six, and now I'm kind of kicking myself for because I definitely did not think this number was going to drop this low, but also that was immediately after the end state debacle. But to me, it is a game that we can win, but like Dave just said, there are definitely ways that we can win this game, but at what we've seen in the past two weeks, I can't definitively you know, go out on a limb here and say, you know what, let's be homers. Let's take FSU because this Clemson team is very, very damn good. They're the number four team in the country for a reason. Setting aside Clemson, how do you, it's really tough to come back to back-to-back emotional losses like that after being on such a high. It's going to be, we're going to learn a lot about what the team's made of. I think regardless of whether it's a win or a loss, just how this team responds to these past two weeks, both being losses and both being heartbreakers. So yeah, I'm excited to learn about this team. Uh, there's a lot we don't know and we're going to learn it. It's also like those were tough. Those were two. These are going to be three tough opponents. All of them ranked inside the top 15. You're also extremely injured. You got Robert Scott back last week. You're still without Fabian Love at your best defensive tackle. And also, like you see, Jordan Travis, he just got the, the knee brace removed from his leg. So overall, like these are these are hard games. Like the only reason I think most of us are upset with the record right now is how you lost the NC State yeah. game. And I think that's more primary the reason, but. Most likely, folks, I definitely do see this team kind of putting up a fight, keeping it competitive, because I do think this is a different team than we've seen in years past. But Dave, always good to have you on the walkthrough. I know this has been your baby, so send us home. All right, guys. As always, thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Please find our podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Play. For the YouTube, give the video a like, subscribe to the channel, ding the bell, turn on the notifications. You know all that good stuff. Leave us a comment. Leave us your prediction. What's the final outcome going to be? I know a lot of you are going to say we're going to win. I want you to tell me why. And for Dave, this was Drake. We'll see you all next time on Locked on Seminoles. Take care, everybody, and Clemson.